Hello and welcome to the Dadcast. On today's show, we have a Harry Potter dilemma, some Paw Patrol beef, and some hidden Gruffalo news. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. I am going to start off with a dad dilemma. Although, oh, you know, to nice. be more precise, yeah, to be more precise, it is a, it's a parent dilemma, but we'll claim it as a dad dilemma for the sake of Dadcast, okay? Yeah. Right, Harry Potter. Two words that will um, mean a lot to a lot of people out there. Uh, and until this summer, just meant nothing to me. Uh, you know, I'm the generation, well, the same as you, Perky. Um, I don't know if you've read them or have you seen them. You probably have, haven't you? I've read yeah? a lot of them and I've oh, okay. seen the lot of them as well. Yeah, and yeah. I saw the stage show and one of my friends is playing Harry Potter on Broadway right now. So yeah, oh, oh, there you I'm, go. Aware of, I'm aware so of Harry you Potter. Are aware. Okay. <laughs> I am the opposite. I, it's not because of, because uh, I've said, no, no, I'm not interested, just because um, I was too old to, for, you know, for it to be a, a thing to read as a kid, but too young to read it on the tube uh, as an adult with those sort of adult covers. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And, yeah. Um, and a lot of people that I know, sort of our age, haven't read them, haven't watched them. So I think, you know, I'm, I'm, we're in that generation. Um, anyway, Soph, who's read all of them and, and has watched all the films and loves them, said, come on, let's, let's start watching them over the, uh, over the summer. Are you up for it? And I was like, oh, well, not that bothered. And then I thought in the end, yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. And we went into London with the girls. Um, I went to a shop in Covent Garden, which is sort of like a sort of a fantasy shop that does all the Harry Potter and the um, Lord of the Rings know, and stuff. Lord of the Rings and that stuff. And the girls were, especially Phoebe, was just like amazed. Well, what's this? What's that? And Sophie was saying, "Well, that's so and so from Harry Potter." And oh, well, what's Harry Potter? And we, anyway, she got very excited, and and then she said, "Can I watch Harry Potter?" And, and Sophie went, "Yeah, let's watch Harry Potter." So we watched Harry Potter and, and the first one, and it was it was very good. Oh, okay, it was very good. good. Soph said, Soph said, stick with it because the first one or two are very sort of more a younger. And I said, no, do you know what? Watching it with with the girls, especially uh, especially Phoebe, uh, you, you know, you're looking at it through their eyes as well. And oh. I know Soph loves it, so you know, as Capan gets good, oh, it does, it gets and it, good. it, it oh, starts yeah. to change. Yeah. So Soph had said, look, we'll we'll watch the first three, and then they become twelve. And then they become a little bit more scary. So I don't think you can watch any after that. Ah, okay. Uh The dilemma was, well, that we're essentially now, we're waiting until you're 12. Well, Phoebe's got her entire life to wait again. (laughs) Oh, man. If we're going to adhere to that rule. So the dilemma Mm. is what to do. Now, what would you do? (laughs) Well, I don't know. I mean, like, I hadn't considered that having, they... having seen them all. Yeah, well, they do you know what? they do get dark. I mean, some of the later ones you're watching and they're they're kind of in tone grown up films. You know, they're dark. Mm. They're really dark, and there's you know there's there's death and there's all sorts of, uh, of kind of horrible nasty things. I suppose if you were going to start again, if 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 this hadn't happened and you were still debating whether to watch them. I, I suppose what you could do is you could make it like a, a Christmas thing or a birthday thing. So you could go, we're going to watch them and we're going to watch one. And we can watch that as many times as you like, but we'll watch it on your birthday or we'll watch it at Christmas. And then so that by the time you get to that one where it gets darker, then she's that much older. But then it's tricky because George is so young. Um, it's tricky yeah. to watch so far and then to say, you no. Know, I mean, does she know? Do they both know that there are more to yeah. come? Oh yeah, ah. well they've got the they're set and they're looking at them and they're you know they know that they increment by by a year and um, they've seen pictures of of uh, of characters to come 
It's an interesting one because I then one of uh, Phoebe's uh, school friends, who's one of them's a year older and younger, two sisters, they've apparently watched all of them. And how are they with films then? How I mean, are they are they generally good with other films that are scary or other shows? Well, it, in the main, we don't really watch things that are scary. Um, in okay. fact, they both got into Jacques Tati, who uh, who is like the, the those people who don't know is there's like the French equivalent of Charlie Chaplin, who I'm a big sort of fan of. And, and this year they got into Charlie Chaplin, which essentially is black and white, silent <laughs> visual humour, uh, which they love. And it's all sort of very music driven with a lot of visual gags. And in fact, going on from that, we've been watching all the Pink Panthers. Yeah. So, oh my god. You know, that is I know, which is great. So but but so with Harry Potter. It's so tricky. It's so tricky. I mean, maybe this is something we need to throw over to the audience and maybe get some advice from them for the next show because it's it's so tricky. It's one of those things that they always say with, you know, films in the cinema when it's a, a, a 12A and they've got kind of they tell you what happens in each of those films and then you've got to make that judgment yourself based on your kid but it's impossible to know how your kid's going to react the, i tell you what the, the there's a website the pbbfc so the parent british board of film classification they've got really detailed advice about what is in each film oh, and okay. what you can expect so it tells you not just that it's you know scary but it'll go through in detail what level of peril and what kind of language and, you know, exactly what you can expect. But it's so tricky because even if you have all the information, even if you've watched the film yourself, like Sophie's watched the film, so she knows what's in it, it's still difficult to know how your kid's going to react to it. I remember going down um, stairs on a Sunday as a kid. I must have been under 10 because I remember the house that we were in and putting on a video and it was Halloween. Ah! The original. And I watched before my parents and my sister got up, I watched Halloween. And then I remember also watching The Thing, John Carpenter's The Thing. Wow. So, yeah, two John Carpenter films. Uh, and they're quite scary, but I don't know if I even told my parents. <laughs> I think I got up that early, watched them, rewound the video, and then um, and then they never knew. But, I, wow. yeah, it's an interesting one. But Kids change as well. So when Tilly was like a year old or even younger, I've played her the, the first three original Star Wars films. And for a time, she was kind of, you know, she'd spot Yoda when, you know, when she when she was mm. barely speaking, she could say Yoda and she knew Darth Vader and she knew, you know, all the characters. And she would watch it and she wanted to watch it again. You know, got to the end of it and wanted to watch more. And then now she gets scared. We were watching Paw Patrol a couple of weeks ago and there was an episode of that that she was like, I don't like this one. I don't like this one because there was something that was a bit scary. Yeah. It's Paw Patrol, you know, but it's interesting how when they get more aware they can almost regress because they kind of suddenly understand, I guess, like the threat. They understand what's going on. Whereas before it's just like, ah, oh, flashing lights, you know. And then it's like, yeah. oh, no, no, actually that person could get hurt. That eagle right. in Paw Patrol could eat the dog, you know. Well, I, I think that's the point. Actually, there was something this summer, I can't remember what, that, um, that Phoebe was watching with Soph. And it might have been a Disney film where someone died. That's any Disney film. Well, no, no, I know, I know. But the point is that... No, you're right, actually. But it, the point is that it got her for the first time. That it was like, oh, that person died. Ah, yeah, okay. But she'd seen Which it loads is, of times and suddenly it's like, oh, now I understand. Now I realise what it means. That concept, yeah, whereas Georgia, no concept. No concept of death. Well, why would you? Three. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, actually, funny enough, going on quickly from the um, 
death. <laughs> Georgia, um, so this was yesterday. We're walking back from dropping Phoebe off to school and we're on a scooter. Everyone's scooter mad. You know, the girls love scooters, absolutely love them. Oh, Tilly likes and, scooting for, for five minutes and then I need to carry her and the scooter uh, yeah. and her bag, you know, which is a pain. You know you can get those things that you can pull them along. Oh, really? Like an extending handle thing. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good. Um, it saved us many times, but equally, Georgia, on many occasions, has been very lazy. It's like, pull me along. You're thinking, yeah, you're just standing. All you're doing is standing. In fact, a few times she sat down on it. <laughs> so, tell you what, we'll get you a pillow, get you a drink. We'll just pull you around. But uh, we got out of school. And I needed to get her out quickly because uh, she was being picked up by uh, her nan. So anyway, I pulled her up the hill. And then we got to the top of the hill and we were just going down a little bit, just a slight decline down the hill. And I let go of the handle. So I thought, well, there's no point in me pulling her down the hill. And she started to roll down and then stopped and went, Daddy, that was very naughty. I said, what? She said, you just dropped the handle. I said, oh, you're all right. Sorry. She said, no, that was very naughty. You shouldn't have done that. I said, all right, George. All right. Thinking, come on, a bit too much. I sh- OK, I shouldn't have done that. I probably should have told her. <laughs> ah, I tell you what, it five minutes, took us five minutes to get home. She just carried on the whole time, just going on Berating you. <laughs> she said, if I'd have gone into the road and fallen down, I said, I wouldn't have let you have done that, though, George. She said, but I could have done, and then I'd have fallen down, and I'd have fallen in the road, and then I'd have died. I said, whoa, 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 no, whoa, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa. don't be silly. And then you'd have to bring me flowers. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Because I'd have died. I said, okay, George, you didn't. I won't let you, I, I, I promise you, just... It, let's just let's let's move on because you know it doesn't matter. No, but the thing is, that, and she was just going on. It's funny because people were walking past us and laughing because she was just really loudly having a go at me. And I said at the end, I said, "All right, George, please stop. Just stop going on." She said, "And oh, what does going on mean?" I said, well, "What are you doing? What are you doing? Well, don't you ever do that again, Daddy?" I said, "George, I won't do it. Oh, I can't believe it. You're just really having a go at me." Oh man, <laughs> I love it when you get to that stage with a kid where they have a proper discussion with you and you end up like trying to reason with them and then you're like what what am i why am i reasoning with them what, i know what? they're a child just, just do as <laughs> i tell you to do you know i just love that concept that she went from me letting go of the scooter within sort of you know 45 seconds to her dying and me giving her flowers the fact that yeah. i would have to give her flowers because she's dead it's like, it's so dark, but obviously it goes back to that thing. No concept. No concept. No concept. Well, it's, it's funny what, <laughs> what kids at that kind of age understand what they don't. So she's got this concept of, of death. And Tilly has said stuff about dying as well. And it's like, where do you get that from? Like, where do you get that from? And yet we went to this, like, fate thing last week. It was something in, in Woking and uh, in this field, you know, one of those kind of fates. And um, there were Paw Patrol characters there was a marshal, there was a chase, and there was a sky until he was like over the moon and got photos with all of them. They were the worst costumes I have ever seen with <laughs> with with the most just half-hearted. Like just standing there. They weren't doing anything. You know, you put a bit of life into it. They're just standing there looking limp until he was getting these photos out. And I was kind of thinking, I don't want her to think that we think they're the real Paw Patrol characters. No, no. I want to kind of get in there first. So I sort of said, so, yeah, that's, that's you know, yeah. I actually asked you, is that, is, that, is that the real ones or is that just someone dressed up? Oh, it's the real ones. Oh, okay, okay. Fine, fine. <laughs> and, um, and then she looked and then Marshall, underneath where his head stopped, had long blonde hair halfway down oh. his back. Like, come, come on. on. Tilly was uh, like... Attention to detail. It's not yeah. screen accurate. It's so stupid. Tilly was like, 
Why has Marshall got hair coming out the back of his head? It's, oh, Tilly, Tilly. It's just people dressed up. I didn't want to sort of burst a bubble, but I didn't want her but, to think that, that we no. were lying to her. Um, speaking of Paw Patrol, I've got beef with Paw Patrol. Can right. I tell you? <laughs> I've got beef. I've got beef with it. God. Just a quick a quick bit of beef. It's a good show. I like it. I think it's well considered. Uh, the voice casting is, is a bit bit rubbish. But there was one episode I was watching and I don't know. I can't remember what the, 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 the thing was that they had to try to do. You know, they're a rescue service. I do. Yes, yes, of course. Yeah. And I can't remember what the thing was. I can't remember what calamity it had. Probably something to do with the mayor's chicken. But there's something had happened. <laughs> And anyway, Marshall <laughs> slept in, right? And he didn't hear the alert to go to the lookout. Right. And so they had to talk to him again. They had to call him and they had to wait for him to then go in and go up. So it's putting a big delay on the rescuing of whatever needed rescuing. So they had to wait for Marshall to come in and get changed and go up and arrive and all that. And then Ryder goes through and talks about it and he chooses which dogs are going to go out to do the, the thing. He didn't choose Marshall. Oh, well, what so a waste of time. He should have gone, oh, Marshall's not here. Don't worry. I'm not going to use him today anyway. Let him sleep. Why did they wait for what must have been a good 10, 15 minutes? Meanwhile, whatever's going on is getting worse. Why did they wait for Marshall it, and then not use him? Stupid. Is Marshall, because I have watched it uh, a few times, but I'm not that au fait. Is Marshall the main protagonist? amongst them oh well there's not really a main one i mean there's ones that are used more than others marshall is quite intrinsic so they right so maybe yeah. they just thought well that we've got to we've got to include him somehow and actually talking about beef with cartoons <laughs> I know fireman sam <laughs> oh, right okay. F- fireman sam i think it's on cartoonito or i think so it's on back to back it because it, it, it's changed as you know from sort of 20 years ago like i suppose they all do but there's a there's a kid on it and i can't remember his name and he just... Have you seen it recently? Not for a while. No, I've seen... I, I know what it looks like. It's all kind of CGI-y kind of rather than cartoon, now, isn't it? Yeah, and there's a kid on it. I can't remember his name now. But he just moans. <laughs> and he's always getting into trouble. And I just think, just cut him. Cut him from the series. Or, you know, or the, he's... It's, it's oh, ma'am. And then it's whingy, whiny. I can't remember his name. What is it? Ah, oh, he's always... <laughs> You know, he's setting fire to things or, you know, don't do that. And then he, and he at one point he stole the, the Fireman Sam's fire engine. You just think, come on. They just, they, just, they just sort of told him off but said, don't do it again. No, you know, silly boy. And you just think, come on, what are you teaching kids? Stealing a vehicle. He will never learn. He will never learn. Oh, I just, I just it's uh, unbelievable. That's really unbelievable. Lock him you up. Know. Lock him up. Start a protest. Lock him up. Lock him up. <laughs> Talking nappies, talking crap. The Perky and Man Dadcast. What I want to know, because what when we talked a couple of weeks ago, yeah. um, about hidden gruffalos. Yes, yes. So in previous dadcasts, we've talked about hidden gruffalos. So if you yeah. look at Snail and the Whale, you can see a little boy or a little girl drawing a gruffalo in the sand. Yeah. And if you read uh, Tiddler, which is another Julia Donaldson and Axel Scheffler book, you can see a fish that looks like the gruffalo or in zog there's a horse uh, it's got his armor and on the the, the the kind of coat of arms on the front there is a picture of a gruffalo so there's hidden gruffalo in lots mm-hmm. and lots of julia donaldson and axel scheffler books now the last one they did together was called the ugly five but there was no hidden gruffalo in that so Ooh, a lot of people controversial. thought maybe this is it maybe that's it finished maybe that's done no more hidden gruffalo now the other day 
I was at a party to celebrate the 21st birthday of Tall Stories. Now, Tall Stories is a theatre company that you've seen their shows before. Mm, I've seen you, you in the uh, in their shows a couple of times, at least ah. a couple of times. So they do the Gruffalo, and they do the Gruffalo's Child, they do Snail in the Well, they do quite a few of the Julia Donaldson, Axel Scheffler books. So Axel was there. That's very cool. Very cool. So I spoke to Axel. I spoke to him a couple of times in the past. So much so that all of uh, our Gruffalo and Gruffalo Child's books have all been signed to the girls. So I don't really have... I don't really have... I think I've got one copy that I can actually read to them without fear of it getting ripped. They've all been signed to me or to them or whatever. But I spoke to Axel and I said, listen, I'm doing the dad cast and we speak about Hidden Gruffalo. What are you working on next? And will there be a Hidden Gruffalo? And he said, the next book he's doing is another Julia Donaldson book. He couldn't tell me what it was called. And I said, is there going to be a Hidden Gruffalo? And he said... In this next book, there will be a hidden Gruffalo. There we go. There will. <laughs> Which made That's me really fantastic. excited. Really excited. I bet, you know, he might even be more excited about the hidden Gruffalo than, than the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to look for that. I'm not even going to read the book. Just like skip through, try to find the hidden Gruffalo, take a picture. I, t- I tell you what, it's, you know, I, I think whatever those two do is just a hit, isn't it? Because I've never read any of their books then and gone, uh, it's not yeah, too very good. they're good. They're it's good. Like, do they just think, oh, you know, let's just make a few extra thousands and thousands of pounds. Let's just write something. Thou- yeah, let's just do something now. Millions. 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 It's got to be millions. It's got to be millions. What's your, uh, do you have a favourite? Because I, uh, I uh, there's, a, there's been a few that I've read and not liked. And then, well, not, 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 not liked, but not liked as much. And then after reading the same book again and again and again and again, I, oh, actually, it's really good. I I like Room on a Broom. Yes, I love I really, Room on a Broom. I really like that because I like doing the voices. The voice for when she says yes, I th- I'll come a bit off mic here so I don't peek, but I kind of do that. <laughs> yes! Down! I do, I do and Scottish. I lo- and the girls I love go, that. Yes! Down! Oh, well, I, well, I can't do that. Scottish. I, I just can't do any other accents. So it has to be, uh, it has to be just a variance of mine. How's, <laughs> how's, your, how's your bird? What's your bird? What's your bird doing, Room in the Broom? Oh, birds are kind of like a, it's kind of like parody. It's kind of ah, like that. Ah. Oh, nice. That's it. And then, I, and then with the with the monster, I love the I love you know, when they create the the monster at the end. Yeah. And it's kind of like, ah, ah, do all the sound effects like that. I love it. I nice. love it. What about your but dragon? Because I I use room in the broom to really practice accents. I'm not good at accents, so I go I go scouse for the bird. I go right. American for the frog. Oh, like okay, Southern good. American, and because it's a dragon, I go Welsh. Yeah. Oh, do you see? You're, you're just a lot more advanced. They're dreadful, no, but you're obviously. But I, I do well, it in the no, privacy you, of, of of my daughter's bedroom, so that I can practice and practice. Yeah, but you're talking to someone that uh, when uh, we got feedback from you know Tess Dignan, remember Tess Dignan from oh, Malview? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. When we got uh, feedback from Tess Dignan on our Scottish accents, and she was Scottish, she said, "I can't give you any feedback because there just wasn't any Scottish in there." <laughs> She's like the only one in the entire class that couldn't really have any feedback. I think I just sort of went, oh, you know, just some really generic, offensive Scottish sounds. To be fair, Um, those sounds that you made, they sound exactly like the only Scottish person that we mutually know. (laughs) That's him when he's drunk. Martin drunk does sound exactly like that. Yes, you're right, actually. You're right. You're right. But I think Room and Broom is just fantastic. Um, And you're right. That's why I... That's interesting, isn't it? That's why I enjoy it, because it's a chance to just use the voice and and have a real laugh with it and and a lot of fun. And do you know what? I might have mentioned this a while ago. And I probably didn't, actually, because it's been a while while since uh, we, we got back with the dadcasts. But 
at the end of last term and at the beginning of this term, although I'm going to have to stop it for a while because of work commitments, I was going into Phoebe's school on the Friday and reading a story Brilliant. Uh, at the beginning of the day, just for their class. And do you know what? I got so much back from that. I think some kids out there are not read to. Yes, yeah, It's yeah, as yeah. simple as that. I, I, think, think, it's you know, a, I think it's a real dad job, that, in terms of, you know, what mums do and what dads do. I think the reading to the child is a dad thing. And I think it's probably because dads maybe just like to have that play of um, how they can sound <laughs> when they're doing the stories. Whereas yeah, mums possibly. are like, I need to feed my child properly. We're like, we need yeah, to, well, we yeah, need to yeah, put yeah. on some We're, funny voices. And uh, Yeah, the mums in the, in the main is we need to sort of look after the child. Yeah, you know, ninety-five yeah, percent yeah. of doing stuff, and the and the dads. I know I'm generalisation here, but uh, yeah, we'll do some fun stuff. We'll do some fun stuff. I do think that a lot of kids are not read to, though. No. From talking to teachers there, that they said, no, no, they are not read to, and you can tell the ones who are read to, and and who are the ones that actually end up reading better themselves. You know, so so here's yeah. a, a a challenge for the dads listening right now, as well as telling us what you would do uh, to the dad dilemma, the Harry Potter dad dilemma this week. Like, get reading. I mean, the libraries are full of so many books. If you don't know which ones to go for, the Julia Donaldson, Axel Scheffler ones are a good place to start. They kind of cover yeah. all bases in terms of young to, you know, like a big range of, uh, of, uh, of, of, of kids can enjoy those books. But do it. And the best feeling you'll get from it, as well as just reading to your child and having them enjoy it, if you put loads of work into the voices and just be silly and just make it really daft, you might have a thing that I had, which was one of my proudest moments as a dad when uh, Tilly was 18 months old of uh, listening on the monitor when Rachel was reading one of those books to her (laughs) and hearing Matilda say the immortal words you're not reading it right mum yes (laughs) yes (laughs) that's what you want to hear that's what you do it for so get out there and read some books and get in contact do let us know about the dad dilemma and if you've got a dad dilemma of your own or if you've got a Mm -hmm. dad hack of your own something that you found out what you can do to really make dadding in the 2018 um, a lot easier any sort yeah. of silly little thing you can do do let us know so you can go on Twitter at Dadcast UK that's probably the easiest way to get in contact with us and just let us know let us know you're listening yeah definitely definitely well listen I, yet again it's been fantastic talking to oh, you Mr been Perkins fantastic Fant- talking to you have, yeah. a, have we'll... a happy week of uh, or a happy fortnight of dadding and um, yeah and yeah, we'll see you guys uh, in uh, in two weeks from now. Don't in forget, two weeks' time, do silly voices, silly voices, silly voices. Bye, bye. Subscribe to the Perkin Man Dadcast on iTunes and get more of this sort of informed discussion whenever they get round to recording the next one. Get in contact by emailing dadcastuk at gmail.com, by tweeting at dadcastuk, or by visiting facebook.com forward slash dadcastuk. 